From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. And now here's your host, Michael Fries. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. Before we dive into today's episode, we'd like to invite you to subscribe to Transport Topics where you can receive exclusive access to our top 100 lists, quarterly magazines, and other news surrounding the trucking industry. To subscribe, visit ttn.ws slash tt subscribe. You can also text tt subscribe to 571-622-0001 to become an official member of Transport Topics. That's 571-622-0001. In today's episode, we're going to tackle something that's been a mainstay in the field of automotive technology, as well as one of the most innovative improvements in the industry, diagnostics. As a well-known tool for technicians, diagnostics saves time and promotes efficiency, and despite the decades of advancement, there's still a lot to be learned from the technology. So for this episode, we'll ask, how can the industry improve and better utilize its understanding of diagnostic technology? For that answer, we have someone that is well-versed in the subject and can provide the perspective from the technician side. So let's welcome back to the Road Signs Podcast, Vice President and Safety and Maintenance at Online Transport Incorporated, and General Chairman and Treasurer of the Technology and Maintenance Council, Randy Obermeyer. Welcome to the show, Randy. Well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate you asking me to come on and have a conversation. Let's let's get right into it. Um, you know, in the the current uh, edition of Calibrate, the first quarter edition, you know, we we did discuss uh, diagnostics and just kind of take an overview of where that technology is going. And Randy, you were sourced in that particular article, and it is it is available at uh, ttnews.com if you would like to read the cover story on diagnostics. In that article, you presented a great point where you were talking about the, you know, it's one thing that we have this technology uh, where technicians can, you know, solve a problem, um, you know, v- v- relatively quickly. And, and also, you know, the, the benefit of diagnostics is that, you know, the, it, it improves vehicle uptime and, you know, it gives a, the, tech, the technician a very clear indication of where particular problems might lie, but you, um, you presented a a different layer to that as well, an additional layer, I guess, uh, to where, you know, it's, it's sort of almost, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, sort of like paralysis about analysis (laughs) in the sense that, you know, we can, we can use this, uh, we can use the diagnostic technology to, to find problems, but the, the, the number one goal is to find what is causing that problem and, and just kind of getting into the minutia of things sort of kind of gets in the way of that number one goal. Am I, am I kind of, am I kind of explaining that dynamic correctly? Yeah. You mentioned, you know, paralysis by uh, analysis. That's one of the terms that you can get into when you kind of, I guess, overdo it and you let, um, you get into the weeds too much. It's something that I've tried to get across to TMC and, and other people I talk to in the maintenance world is, you want to get into lean and problem solving root cause analysis. You don't really have to uh, go so go so deep that it becomes uh, a paralysis. So, um, you know, I've really tried to keep it simple. I guess you could say, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, diagnostics is, diagnostics is one thing uh, for the technicians to diagnose and, and find an issue or find uh, a problem. 
when a truck quit, quits running or goes in a D-rate or something like that is one thing, but to actually find the root cause uh, is something totally different. Uh, I get so frustrated with when our trucks break down that, you know, they go into a dealership or a, you know, mom and pop shop or wherever, and they find a component is bad. And it seems like that component failed prematurely. And it really isn't a an explanation as to why it failed. There was never even a look into why it failed. It, they basically just say it's bad and it needs replaced. Here's the charge. Thank you. Have a good day. You know, one of the things I mean, you had touched upon it in the Oracle too, and um, you know, I hope you get to you know elaborate a little bit with um with our audience here. You know, just kind of uh, when you had mentioned prematurely, you know, just and, and you 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 noted that that doesn't mean. Uh, you know, out of warranty, you know, and it's just kind of those, the, those little things and what you were talking about, just sort of with in-house and outside repair facilities and just kind of, you know, the, the check engine light comes on, you know, you get, you, you find out what's going on with that faulty component, you know, you write a quote and an estimate, you submit for approval and, and it's done and it's out the shop, you know, because, you know, in the large scale of things is about, you know, efficiency, getting, you know, limiting downtime as much as possible getting the trucks out on the road, you know, and that's, that's, you know, of course that's job number one, but just kind of when you get into that um, particular, um, you know, problem and you want to dive deeper into it, that's just kind of, uh, you know, the time issue becomes a factor as well. I mean, doesn't it? It, it does. And, and I think some people, that's one of the reasons why they, I've gotten some pushback when I've talked about this. It's like, really, you want to pay the dealership their rate of anywhere anymore. It's $180 to $200 some dollars an hour to help you find a root cause. Are you really interested in paying that? Well, first of all, a lot of them don't, a lot of those guys don't know how uh, to find a root cause, but once everybody gets trained up on, on how to find a root cause, then it, it should become less expensive. I can use that information to prevent some of my other trucks from going into their shops. So um, you talked about uh, life expectancy or uh, or whatever of a, of a component, what is the life expectancy of a component these days? You know, years ago, we knew exactly how long a starter would last, exactly how long, for the most part, brakes would last, depending on where they were running uh, and other components. But now today with the electronics and, and all the uh, things that we have going on with after treatment devices and then in the future here with ADOS and, and all the electronic components, we really don't have any idea how long the components should last. They have a certain amount of warranty, but beyond that, we don't know how long they're gonna last. So when a component fails, one of the things we have to do is determine how long of a life should that component have on it and how much life is used up. So if it's really at the end of the day, only 50% used up, then we should be looking at what caused the failure was it an electronic internal electronic issue. Uh, did somebody weld by chance on the the chassis or something like that, and then caused an electrical uh, issue that you know short circuited the the component, or uh, you know was it a terminal issue where you had the terminals connected where maybe it had a loose connection? Uh, was it corrosion? You know, there's a lot of things that can cause a component to fail. Uh, but I think before you go there, you have to know what the life expectancy is and, and you can start digging deeper.
Are you using Apple Podcasts to listen to Road Signs? Here's how you can get the most out of your experience. First, subscribe to Road Signs Podcast Channel and make sure the Apple Podcast app is downloaded on your mobile device. Second, pick the episode you'd like to listen to. Third, to find more out about the episode, scroll down on the player page to see the guest details, the mission of the episode, and links to more audio offerings. You're sure to enjoy it. If you're still having difficulties tuning in, email us at share at ttnews.com for more help. Happy listening. With the, the, the maintenance providers and, you know, as you were just describing you know, the components repair history or, you know, or the, you know, the life expectancy, you know, on uh, normal conditions, you know, so, I mean, is that, the, I mean, that communication is, is, is very important. I mean, is that where the pain point is? I mean, just sort of where, you know, the, uh, just, uh, you know, when, when that driver brings that truck into that, that, that third party, especially, especially in that particular case, and just kind of knowing the history, I mean, would that, would that assage some concerns or, or is that just the start of fixing the problem? Yeah, that's the start of fixing it. You know, you have a, a knock sensor that goes out on a truck and the truck goes into D rate. They right away say, well, the knock sensor is bad. They don't really know for sure how long that knock sensor has been on that truck. I mean, they can somewhat tell by, you know, the connections and the amount of dirt and stuff like that that's around it. But if that component was just plate replaced a year ago at our shop or at another facility, they really wouldn't have access to that information. So I think it's important that you need to get the the repair facilities to reach out to the owner of the truck and ask some questions about it versus just saying it's bad. It needs replaced. Here's a quote. We'll replace it and off you go. Because I'd love to have that conversation about our trucks. Vendor calls me and, you know, so we're feeding the information to the, to the vendors now, but you know, but we're trained to do so. Our, our breakdown team is trained to look, to see how long a component has been on a vehicle before we just say, replace it and we approve an estimate. So I really want to get to the, you know, one of my goals and it, it's something they're pushing forward with uh, as general chairman, uh, but it's going to take years to get it, you know, basically run through the system is that I want every service provider, every dealership out there to be thinking about root cause analysis and feeding that information to the fleets versus the fleets having to, to beg for it or to do a special situation. But before we get into that, just for the, you know, just kind of, you know, with root cause and, and, and the things that you're doing in the TMC to, uh, to, to address those particular issues, I, I just kind of wanted to go back to what you were saying with uh, the breakdown team. Could you just describe for our listeners what the, the breakdown team, just kind of the, the common role that they would have in this particular, this particular process? Sure. Right. Yeah. It, it's a team of people I have that handles any maintenance related issue that we have on a truck that's out on the road. So a driver, when the driver, when the driver's experience an issue with the truck out on the road, they call the breakdown team. The breakdown team finds a vendor or finds a place to take the truck. If it needs towed, they call a tow truck company. Uh, they, you know, they get quotes and find the cheapest tow company. They can get the, the truck from uh, its breakdown point to the dealership or to a mom and pop shop. And then they work with that dealer uh, to get the truck repaired and ready to go again. Okay. You know, yeah, let's get back to the, the root cause that you were just talking about. Yeah, I know that's, that's some of the, the goals that you have, especially as chairman and, and, and being a, a member of the, the TMC team, you know, just, just kind of you know, get, get into that and just kind of you know, tell us just the things that you're working on to develop, you know, in the, in the Bay as well as the classroom. 
Well, so we started a recommended practice through the S5, which is the maintenance management study group uh, that will create a recommended practice around how to get this information out to the dealerships. Uh, that's one part of it. So to create a guideline for fleets to use, for our service providers to use, for dealerships to use, to to show the root causes and potential countermeasures on work orders and invoices. The next part of that is to uh, to create a curriculum that that we can send out to the trade schools to teach technicians to how to find the root cause. What they're teaching them now, for the most part, is is diagnostics. They're teaching them about the vehicles, about how everything works, and then they're teaching them how to diagnose it. And I want to add the layer of root cause analysis. Um, and then, you know, I also want to, you know, just to get it out there, I guess, more in depth to the maintenance managers to create some sort of a, um, a certification program through TMC where you can get certified in root cause analysis. I'm not sure what that looks like yet. It's something that I'll be working on as I exit the chairmanship and and get back into the into the task force rooms and stuff like that, where I can you know push this a little bit harder. Uh, but basically, that's that's the the majority of it is uh, those three things that I mentioned. That was an interesting point you had made, Randy, just about root cause analysis and just the the can of worms that 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 can open from that, just from the uh, you know false positives that are read and, and how to address them and, and actually you know, finding that particular root cause of that particular problem. And, you know, we just had an episode on cybersecurity where, you know, that uh, diagnostics was just kind of the starting point of the, the types of attacks that can, that can happen in, in, in that particular situation. And that's for uh, another podcast episode at this particular time. We've been speaking with Randy Obermeyer, Vice President of Safety and Maintenance for Online Transport, as well as the General Chairman and Treasurer of the Technology and Maintenance Council. Thanks for being on the show, Randy. Thanks for making me smarter in our audience as well. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Did you know you can ask Alexa to open transport topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with transport topics. Before we close, let's take a moment to revisit our original question. How can the industry improve and better utilize its understanding of diagnostic technology? First, a big thanks to Randy Overmeyer for lending his expertise to the topic. From our discussion, he explained how technicians should follow the method of root cause analysis in terms of not just knowing the problem and solution, but as the term suggests, finding the root cause. Diagnostics over the years has evolved from merely a technology that identifies problems to a tool that assists technicians in proactively searching for more efficient solutions. Obermeyer has used his time and efforts as TMC chairman to celebrate the progress of diagnostic technology and to work towards its continuous improvement. To learn more about the progress of diagnostic technology and most things equipment and maintenance, be sure to read Transport Topics' latest quarterly edition of Calibrate, now available in print and online at ttnews.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Road Signs, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to reach out to the Road Signs team on Twitter at 
TT Road Signs, or reach me at Michael V. Freeze. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. Also, let us know how we're doing by texting TT Survey to 571 622 0001. And of course, we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of Road Signs. Until then, I'm Michael Freeze. Thank you for listening. <laughs>